This is Robert Mardlachi of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. Happy Thursday and welcome to this week in Canadian EdTech Mindshare TV special back to school podcast. I'm honored to uh, introduce our featured guest uh, from Tompkin Road uh, Middle School in the Peel District School Board, Amanda Rose, our first prize national winner of Canada Schools of the Future Challenge. Thank you for joining me uh, this afternoon, Amanda, and I uh, hope you've had a great summer and a recharge for back to school, clearly. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited. I'm definitely getting back to school ready. We've had a full few days, but the summer was fantastic. And it was a nice opportunity, no doubt, to kind of recharge uh, after the, the couple of years it, it's been, and we're putting that behind us now and really uh, looking forward to uh, making use of some new tools uh, that I'm some so of which excited. I dropped by yesterday and so great to meet you and your team and, uh, and learn more about uh, uh, Tompkin uh, Road Middle School. A fascinating yeah. program that you have. Perhaps you can share a little bit about the uniqueness of the program and, um, and then we can talk about what inspired you to uh, go down the path of the, the contest entry as well. Sure. Yeah. Well, actually, my um, path to get me to our science technology program was a slow one. I was in the core stream and I was teaching grade seven LASS for years, 10 years probably. And my principal asked me to switch over to the science and technology program. And my response was, you know, can I get out of it if I don't like it? I was so scared. Right. And hesitant and I really needed her push to get me into this program and I'm so glad I did because it was completely out of my comfort zone. Amazing and talk to me about making that pivot to embracing tech-infused pedagogy. It, 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 it can be daunting but sometimes being thrown into the lion's den is it, it uh, fear is always always a great motivator as well. Absolutely. I thought that I had to know everything before the students. So that's where my fear came from was how am I going to learn all of this new technology before the students? And I quickly realized that wasn't going to happen. And that's been the biggest change is knowing that I could pick up new technology and put it in their hands and we learn it together. And it takes the fear completely out of it for both the students and myself when they know that I can make a mistake and I haven't done this before and they can too. So uh, it was a big, it was a big, big learning curve, but right now I'm running with it. I love being here. So amazing. And uh, you see, I've popped up your uh, video winning video submission, which really demonstrates the agency that you gave kids around the sustainable development goals. Talk to us about this story that you shared nationally that won you the challenge? So our students, all grade sixes in Ontario, do an inquiry on um, global issues in Canada. And our school has a great inquiry on global issues with Canada and um, sustainable development goals. But at the end of this inquiry, I have included a portion called Now What? Um, and it's literally called Now What? in their assignment. So I was very adamant that I didn't want a research project. I wanted a now what I wanted to solve some problems. So you can see in this Amazing. video, I love seeing their designs. Uh, this student, I can tell you, was talking about ocean cleanup because it was a sustainable development goal. And he 3D designed 
um, a submarine to pick up trash in the ocean. Uh, we did, uh, wow. you know, Mike. And this is middle school, right? What grade this are is, we? Talking? This is grade six. This is only grade six. That's incredible. So every person had to think of their problem and then, you know, take it a next step. I'm looking at the video and I, I love this one. He had uh, deforestation for climate action number 13. And he designed a, again, a 3D printed model of a drone that would plant seeds in regions where they couldn't get, you know, larger trucks and people in there. And Brilliant. the passion that they had, they had done all the research, so they had the background. And so, you know, they, the passion that they had to build these projects was just exceptional to watch. I absolutely loved it. Amazing. And, yeah. and talk to me about some of the tools that you leveraged uh, during, this, uh, during this time. So we were using um, a 3D printer and, and we only had, you know, one or two at the time, which again is very lucky for us, um, but they didn't actually have to end up printing it. They could just spend their time designing and tinkering in Tinkercad. So that was a big one. Um, Microbit, again, we had a student do, working, his goal was on overpopulation of the world and he was working on um, a population counter on his Microbit. Uh, we had some ro like robotics about how they were going to get into uncharted land to help them with their natural disasters. Um, animation. Actually, a lot of my kids really wanted to pick Minecraft. So we were doing a lot of Minecraft uh, projects. Another a great one was on um, indigenous um, education and teaching children through Minecraft. Um, all about the land that we're on and our connection. Amazing. So, yeah, they were just so excited. And, and Mississauga has a great history around uh, First Nations. Uh, I once, as we were discovering the Credit River with my yeah. kids when they were younger, we found this pottery, this oh. historical pottery piece embedded in the bank of the Credit River. Wow, that's so, incredible. Yeah, so we're donating it to historical society we came across it recently so it That's really amazing. does go back you know a, a century plus and and uh and so very rich in in historical value uh that you could share with Absolutely. with the kids for sure um and and making it real life like you know relatability is something that you really uh demonstrated uh in this video uh, and their learning journey that they uh, experience. So kudos well, we, to you for a, that. A big part of this was for my students, you know, they will, a lot of them, some of them wrote um, a letter to an MPP and then submitted it to me. And I said, well, have you sent it? And they looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, you want me to actually <laughs> send this? I said, yes, that's the point of this. Um, and a, a student ended up having a video call with an MPP of Brampton on women's rights and women in politics from this letter. Um, and so it's really empowering them that, you know, we learned about uh, children who make a difference, you know, Greta and all these children who are making a difference by starting small. And I was saying, you are actually doing this. Like, who knows if your idea can go somewhere? We had students who were rewriting the curriculum. They thought that um, more Indigenous studies or more technology needed to be embedded in the curriculum. So they changed the curriculum and then sent it to the Minister of Education. 
to let him know, you know, these changes. So I really wanted these students to know that they can take their technology and their skills and their innovation and show it off. That's kind of the point of this. That, that's incredible. And what's, what's in store for this year? What's, uh... Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for these, you know, some of our prizes we've gotten our, you know, the Dell, very excited for our new Dell laptops. Uh, we have our Dell backpacks for the students. Um, and luckily, our students come back right into our program. So all of the grade sixes who worked on this project, the grade seven and eight who made the video, will get to come back and use all of this equipment. And it's funny, if I was to look at some of this, the smart board, which I don't have, you know, I have a little bit of fear. I don't know how to use it. How am I going to implement it? And I can't wait to get my students on that because I know that's gonna, they're going to help me out with that. <laughs> well, I'm sure they will. And you could see a glimpse of uh, some of the pricing there that I'm sharing that, uh, oh my gosh. that you'll be receiving. So, uh, well, so you know, most, most deserving. And um, what advice do you offer teachers who perhaps are coming back into the classroom we're newbies with uh, EdTech during the pandemic, you know, primarily online and now back in the classroom. Uh, you know, uh, the notion of you don't see that in our school or the classroom of the future here. There's no straight road desk here. Everything's movable, exactly. flexible. Talk to me about uh, what advice you would offer some of the newer teachers or some of the teachers that uh, have been in the system a long time because I've seen the transformation happen with with more uh, seasoned veterans, perhaps like yourself. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. So just being, you know, being put into a position of having to teach online and seeing my son, who was eight at the time, struggling with it so severely, um, I gave my students a lot of, you know, mental health breaks and a lot of relaxation. You have to take the stress out of it. And as a teacher, previously, I was a fairly stressed out teacher. I had to be ahead of everything and on top mm. of everything. And again, realizing that I really can learn with the students. I don't have to put this amount of stress on myself, number one, and number two, to take care of myself and my students. So knowing that they don't need too much homework and they need time with their family and they're experiencing things at home that give them stress, I think is really important. So, you know, including technology just for fun sometimes um, right. is really important. Put the And the outdoors? Oh, we are outdoors all the time. We have brain breaks, um, go for walks. I love that notion. Oh, we yeah, have I, to. And, oh. and research shows that, that uh, just being outdoors, being in nature, walking or exercising really helps clear your mind. Uh, it, it was and, great to see this year that um, our principal actually gave each classroom a box of board games um, and oh, cool. took, out, took out all the tech. And we would just spend a whole period of students playing board games that they had not played before. Simple, Connect Four, chess, um, and the collaboration and that you could see the problem solving and a, a break from technology at, at points is important as well. So those are, are some treasured activities in our classroom now. Wonderful. And um, talk to me about mentorship and the importance of uh, teaming up with uh, your peers as well and sharing and learning from each other. I like Absolutely. to call it mind, mind sharing. It's a urban dictionary term I, I included. 
I love it. We, I couldn't do, our, our students couldn't do anything unless we had all of the teachers working together. So the tech, I go to my colleagues for, you know, how do I run this? How do, you know, we have a problem. How do I do this? Um, and then my, my two teaching partners I'm so close with, we bounce ideas constantly um, around each other. And I find through, I found through COVID when they took away that interaction with teachers, time to just chat, what are you doing? What's working? Um, it made a big difference. So being back in the classroom and chatting with teachers about what they're doing, it's inspiring. So uh, another thing, actually, I was watching the videos of, of other um, winners of your contest, and I was getting inspired and, and, you know, mentored sort of through them. So I'm, I'm kind of realizing that it, it just doesn't stop. Like you can always be mentoring someone else while you're getting mentored at the same time. Wonderful. And we are so looking forward to you presenting at our Canadian EdTech Leadership I Summit. And I was going to pull that up in a second here that we could share. And um, that's part of, uh, you know, the winnings uh, that you enjoy. Uh, the prize pack includes uh, oh uh, presenting at, at the summit, which will be wonderful to hear your story and, and inspire others that... Uh, across the country and beyond that oh uh, will be uh, have the opportunity to to tune in and wow. be there uh, in person. So uh, I'm just going to pull that up here on. And this is uh, some of our featured speaker your speakers. You're part of the Cross Canada checkup panel. So we've got uh, an international uh, array of presenters and happening at McGill University. Uh, the state of EdTech in Canada driving innovation through evidence-based research. And you really are, uh, you know, uh, a live uh, living case study of, of what's working in, in the systems across the country. And so kudos to you for that. We hope oh, to wow. have you there live with your principal. Yes. We, we discussed that yesterday. Yep. So Everybody. hopefully we can plan ahead for that. But uh we do encourage others to, to join us October 19th to 20th in Montreal. Uh, we will be online as well. Uh, you know, we, and, and it's, and it's going to be free online. So uh, we, we want to be inclusive uh, and allow folks to, to, you know, engage in professional learning and, and collaboration and really uh, drill down to what's working in the systems because there's an arsenal of, tools that are available uh, through your Peel Schools portal, no doubt. Yep. Collaboration is priceless right now, I have to tell you. So <laughs> just the fact that you're offering this is really exciting. I can't wait. Well, Amanda Rose, thank you so much for your time today. I know it's a busy time getting your class up and going. It's looking great in the background, by thank the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. getting there. Getting thank you so much again. That was Amanda Rose from... Tompkin uh, Middle School in Road Middle School in the Peel uh, District School Board. My name is Robert Marlanchi of the Mindshare Learning Port. Be sure to check out WWW Mindshare Learning to get your latest issue. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and have a great long weekend. Bye for now. Yeah.